How we doing? How we been? Welcome back to the Space with Spo show. Today's episode is brought to you by Space with Spo, the only place on the internet where you can get space news with unfiltered original comedy. I got a great episode planned for you guys today. I was joined by my buddy Pete from the I Get It podcast. So go ahead and sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Live from Murray Hill, Manhattan, you are now listening to Space with Spo. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a big episode for you today. Coming to you live from New York City, we have a special guest with us. We got Pete from the I Get It podcast. Pete, how we doing? How we been? Thanks for having me over, bro. First of all, your setup is legit. I love the vibe in here. It's very podcasty, very inviting, and you know I'm excited to be here with you. Thanks for coming. Thanks so much, Pete. So me and Pete have been buddies for a long time now, and I couldn't have asked for a better person to kick off the second half of the first season of Space with Spo, which I want to do more in-person interviews, right? I want to bring you guys in front of the camera to talk about space and life. So, Pete, you're a great first guest to have for the uh, the on-camera session. First of all, this is your second season, by the way? It's season one, part two, okay? I'm learning as I go. This is going to be episode 21, and this is the first time I'm doing something in person like this, which I wanted to do. So thank you so much for coming by. Yeah, I mean, I I like the in-person vibe more. I know you've been doing more of the... The, the video thing with the what's it called zoom shit like the zoom meetings and stuff like that which is totally cool too but i think in person it's you get a better connection with the person with the, each other so thanks for having me over bro hey, I'm, I'm my excited. man I'm my excited. man so pete for the people who don't know you why don't you tell a little bit about yourself and your i get it podcast that you host yes yeah, so again my name is peter nazario it's peter nazario on instagram if you want to follow me there um i'll pop tag it right here exactly oh yeah that's right <laughs> editing king over here so yeah i mean the I Get It podcast is something that just I created out of the blue. I mean, I Get It is just an understanding of what I have to do to make myself better. And I'm preaching what I practice so that the people around me can understand that and get there with me. Because, I mean, we're all in this together. And I just want everybody around me to be happy and be successful and just get what they want in life. So I had to create something that that I could believe in because sometimes myself, I would let myself down. So this, I get it, this whole podcast thing that I've created is bigger than me. So I can always gravitate that back to that. And it keeps me motivated in my life. And it's awesome. Just like you're a space with both stuff too. I mean, I'm sure you find motivation in doing certain things through this as well, right? hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, bro. So, I mean, me being here, it's just a testament to my, you know, everything that's coming, coming together. So first of all, that book, by the way, the Rust book. How'd you read that book? Do you like it? I, I'm halfway through right now. Yeah. I love it. I th- I'm a huge Rust fan. I love how one of my favorite things about Rust is that he like understands that like greatness takes time. Yeah. And I love that like he built a brick house over time by like believing in himself. Mm-hmm. That was one of the coolest things ever. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree too. I mean, for for me with my with my podcast and my my movement that, that I'm creating, uh, the way that it happened, I couldn't even explain it. It just it popped up into my head, and once I had that idea in my head. I didn't, I, I just, step by step, I created a plan, just how, how can I, you know, what do I need to make a podcast, I need a mic, I need headphones, I need a desk, you know, maybe just to have people come over and sit down and chill, but I never had the doubt, I never had any doubt in my head that I couldn't do this, so I think that's, that's what propelled me into the podcast scene 
as we're doing right now. So yeah, it's super exciting too. How what was your journey like? I feel so. My it, it pretty much one of the things that I think one of the reasons I think we get along a lot is because we're both in this solo, super handsome. That's super, one. Besides that, you know. But one of the things is that we both have solo podcasts. And I think that having a solo podcast is almost like 10 times harder than if you had a reoccurring host, right, with you. Because we're producing it, we're editing it, we're doing everything by ourselves. And I think that's pretty hard, right? And I think that I respect the fact that you understand, you know, where you want to be. This is helping you. And at the same time, you're helping other people. And I really respect that. Yeah, I mean, again, it's just uh, preaching what I practice just to – Get my feelings out there. I think it's important for people to express themselves through any medium. It just it, it's, it's with everything going on in the world right now. It's hard to you know kind of find a level head. So any way you can express yourself, whether it's through a podcast or or music or art or any any avenue, I you know I'm 100 percent for. I never I never shame anybody for like when you started this. I was super like always super supportive. I was Hell like yeah. yo bro because I know what it feels like to put yourself out there for the general public to view and to not, I don't want to say judge, but you're like, no matter what you do, you're going to be judged for sure. But it's just, it's hard to put yourself on the internet uh, with something that you're passionate about. So I totally respect what you're doing. And then I, I was behind you hundred percent of the way. Cause so like sometimes you just need that one person or just, or somebody to, you know, give you a thumbs up to keep on doing what you're doing. So yeah. I hope you keep doing what you're doing, brother. Me too. <laughs> well, I'm excited for I Get It. Where's the yeah, show yeah. at now? Where do you stand? What are your plans for the future with I Get It? I mean, so I get it. It's it's a, I I initially created it, began, like I said before, like I needed something to like to believe in because I like something that I always say is like sometimes you uh, let yourself down a lot like uh, because you're just a, you're a human being. You're a person. You make mistakes and all that stuff. So I Get It was something that I could just – I could always say in my brain, like my one friend told me one time that he's like, I feel like I can just go on a t- like on top of a fucking hill and just scream that shit out loud. Like, I get it. You know, like I understand. Like, it's just a, it's a universal understanding. So like me just creating that for myself was it, hel- it helps me with my goals, with like with real estate or just my general health and everything. So the podcast itself wise, I'm, you know, I'm starting to come back because like I think we talked about this like for a brief second off the camera. Um, I kind of stopped for a little bit, uh, not because I, I fell off with like the whole movement or anything, but I was more focusing on myself and what I needed to do to progress more into my life. Uh, but now that I finally am attaining the things that I want, I can come back and say, okay, like this is what I've been doing to, to get what I need to get what I want. So I can start preaching that again. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's crazy that people don't realize Taking a break is so necessary in anything you do. And I tried to be tough about it. I tried to be like, no, like, you know, I want to be on social media. I want to be putting out these podcasts. I don't need a break. Why would I need a break for something that I enjoy doing? But just like it's so overwhelming in 2021 on social media. You need a break. I need a break. Like I the past couple of days or the past 12 days, you know, I've only posted three or four times and I have anxiety about that. Right. Mm. What are some things that you do to reduce your stress and anxiety when your, you know, your job is technically to be helping other people on social media. I right? mean, well, like just to talk about that in general, like even like Simone Biles, what's her name? Like the gymnast, like, she took a whole. I uh, forget her name. Well, she, uh, gym, gym, Simone something. Like she took a whole break from like competing because she was overwhelmed. But for me, it's kind of it's it's a tough it's a tough thing to navigate because I think we talked about this on my podcast. It's a it's a forever like slot machine. 
you're you're creating something that you know you're you're constantly creating and you're seeing the numbers go up and down, up and down. You know, and then you then maybe one time I'm sure you on on TikTok or whatever you you hit. You know, you got a a viral clip. Slot or, machine, baby. Yeah, you got a viral clip, and you're like, oh yeah, like this is dope. Like this is so cool. And then uh, that feeling goes away. Real quick. Real really, fa- real re- fast. really quick. I mean, that's the whole design of social media in in a nutshell. But for me, like, I just. I, I try not to look at the numbers at all. I try not to look at the comments or anything. I just want to, okay, this is what I want to talk about today. This is how I feel. You know, I'm going to preach that and then just keep it moving. And sometimes I don't want to say anything. I don't, I don't say anything. I don't want to have that pressure because it's easy to look at the likes and you feel that validation. Like oh, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, like, this is, this is, this feels good. Like, oh, look at everybody. Like, look, like saying good job or like, oh, like they agree with me and stuff like that. But I like just putting stuff out there. Because it's it's fun for me. I don't know. Like it's hard to explain. I think when I think when you're a creative like me and you or anybody else out there who creates stuff, <coughs> excuse me. It's just it's just fun to again like the self expression is super important. Uh, I don't. I tend to just look not look at the likes and the the views and everything because you'll get caught up in that, and it'll take you. You know, it'll take you down. Mm. It's tough. Do you think that your I Get It podcast, like, what category does it fall under? Is it, like, health and wellness, would you say, or? I don't know. <laughs> I think health, I guess health and wellness, because I guess I do preach a lot of uh, mental stuff and, like, uh, food things and stuff like that. But, yeah, I, I guess health and wellness, for sure. I guess your brain is, your, you know, is your, one of your most important organs. So I try to just preach more more of, like, a like a positive vibe, like, meditation slash, like, energy frequency. I think my, one of my favorite quotes is from um, – Nikola Tesla is like, if you want to find out the, the secrets of the universe, uh, think in terms of energy freq- frequency and uh, what was the last one? I totally forgot. Energy, frequency, and vibration. There you go. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I like that. You know, and so where social media is going and with changes in technology and, you know, all these kids are now on TikTok and, you know, Instagram is no longer a photo sharing platform right now. They're saying it's a video sharing platform. But now it's like shopping too, apparently. It's crazy. They put the shopping tab right where the like button was. It's like, what are you doing? I don't want to shop on Instagram. Um, But what I was saying is the generation below us is going to need somebody like you and your podcast to help them with their mental health, to help them with what they're eating and to, to this, I get it, like lifestyle that you're promoting. And I think it's really important that the generation below us is given those tools that they need to live a normal life. Like I'm truly afraid for my kids because I don't know where technology is going to be at that point. Like we are living in such crazy times. I'm scared for it. And we need like better mentors out there to give people the tools they need to like reduce, their, like make sure their mental health is good. Right. And like just understand that life's not all on social media right yeah that's a big thing too like social media in itself is you know it's a it's a great place but it it, it is what you make of it um especially with like the algorithm and everything like you'll whatever you keep looking at like is you're gonna keep seeing that all the time all the that's, time all, I hate all that. the time which is which which is a good thing and a bad thing like yeah. it could be a great thing if you're looking into things like to better yourself like you know, you know a morning meditation or you know what workouts work for this or you know, how do I, you know, lose weight, blah, blah, blah. But if you also look up, you know, crazy things like, I don't know, stuff that's going to make you feel insecure about yourself, anything, yeah. any, anything you know, it's, it's, you're going to keep seeing those things. So I mean, my advice for, for kids, like, honestly, just to, to like not be on, so <laughs> not be on social media. Cause I mean, not, I mean, not, not be on social media, but just understand that it's just, it's not real, you know, it's not real life. And 
I mean, don't like sink your teeth into it, essentially. Well, I have like a good thing to say about that and a bad thing. See, I think where we're heading, social media is very much becoming real life. I mean, we're becoming cyborgs. I know, we, I know it's bad, but well, what's a cyborg? A cyborg is like just like a half half. You know, it's man, funny. I always say bird. cyborgs. I have no idea what the fuck a cyborg is. <laughs> it's like a half uh, man, half like robot, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. basically. But I mean, that's right. That's like us right now because we're we have it in our pockets. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was gonna say something funny about the, especially Instagram's algorithm. Like, I searched uh, Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo's girlfriend one time, Gio. Right? I think she's beautiful. Now, if you look at my explore page, it is all photos of this one lady. Like, if you were to take my Instagram and look at it. You think I'm a crazy person. It's like, I mean, not even that. Even if you just talk close to your iPhone, it's just like, oh, yeah, I want to go to, like, Italy. And then, like, you see a bunch of, like, oh, like, here's a trip for Italy for $100. Like, hey, come through. It's like, dude. It's scary, it's man. It's annoying. It's, it's scary where technology is going. Hey, speaking of advanced technology, let's dive into the UFO report. Last time I saw you, we were actually talking. I was like, hey, there's a UFO report yeah. coming out. This report dropped. They have confirmed that unidentified aerial phenomena exists. What's the new word they use for UFO? That's what it is? It's a UAP, unidentified aerial phenomena. Gotcha, right? gotcha. Because we don't, they are craft, right? But we don't know what, it's a phenomenon, right? We don't know what the fuck it is. So the point is, is this government report is a preliminary report. It basically is admitting that something is there. They're saying that these incidents with the Navy involved multiple sensors. So we know something's there, right? This technology seems like it's controlled by intelligence. Do you think that that intelligence is the same is is related to the same stream of consciousness where we're getting our good ideas from? That's a great question. The I same mean, like, I get it consciousness is that the same like are they just like on a different frequency but the same level or what? Damn. Your opinion? Damn, that's a great question. I we're feel getting like deep as, here, baby. As a, as a civilian like it's it's so like hard to answer that question but from like a consciousness level, I mean the universe is like a, a a vast place, you know, super super forever forever expanding. Uh, but I think what makes us higher on the food chain is we have that con- we're aware of our consciousness. You know, we we understand that like I am me, and like the voice in our head is 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 my, is me. Apparently, you know, <laughs> allegedly could, could could be again like you said, frequency vibe. It could be it could be you know somebody else channeling you know me to do something that I, you know I should be doing, but. When it comes to aliens and consciousness, I mean, I like to believe that we're all on the same level of consciousness, especially like human beings, because again, like I said, we are the only ones that are aware of our own consciousness. Like a dog doesn't know it's a dog; it's just a dog. But human beings, we we have that gift that we can we listen to that that voice in our head to guide us. And like I like like I I just always say that your consciousness is like your guideline, so you should always. Listen to your conscious and it'll guide you on the right path. But it could be aliens. <laughs> it could it could be aliens, you know, telling me what to do. Yeah. But what was the question again about so UFOs? The question is, is that So I always go off on an I get a tangent. A, if, if that technology or who's ever controlling that technology, yeah. my question is this, and, and I'll and I'll probably I'll paint it out a little bit longer than what I said. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm thinking. Whoever has this technology is a hundred thousand, you know, years ahead of wherever we are. As technology improves and as civilization like improves with whatever they're going towards, mm-hmm. the answers to the universe have to become more clear, right? As you become more advanced, and if the answers to the universe get more clear, you're, I feel like they understand consciousness better than we do, right? Because we don't what, know what the fuck consciousness. Yeah, that's is. like a, a forever thing. Like we don't understand what consciousness. Like people keep trying to say. <clears throat> I mean, look at like 
kind of tying this into religion, like people think that the voice in our heads, like some people think it's God, Allah, you know, Buddha, whatever. But it's, I like the idea that consciousness can't be explained. Like, Ooh, so, like, like, like some things like don't need an answer. Like, I mean, yeah, science is cool. It's always trying to figure out what it is, but there's always that one thing that they can never, they can never understand. And they're always, they're always trying to learn, you know, just to do more studies and, and everything to understand what this thing is. But I think it's, I think it's, it's what happens if we, if we figure out what consciousness is, like what's next? That's the scary part, right? <laughs> like, it's almost like you don't like be careful what you wish for. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that people, don't, more people need to realize that like, consciousness and every like everybody is conscious right well for the mo most part you know not, not some of my buddies at the so, bar yeah. but you know what i mean um what was i gonna say this this is the thing i think i personally think well i know consciousness ties into space and it ties into time and i don't know why more people aren't more curious of to where we're getting these thoughts who's that? like i know like you said before like i'm me right i think but reality is, if we don't know the answer to consciousness, am I really me? Well, who else would you be? Is, that, is a better question. Shit, is there somebody controlling me from a, from like a PS2 controller in another galaxy? Damn. I mean, is there a reason why I don't remember? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like when you dive down that rabbit hole, it can be any any oh, yeah. any any sort of answer that you want it to be. But I think the important thing is that we are here. You know, we have a voice in our head, which is we we call our consciousness, and you know we have a. I like how you mentioned time. It's just we have a finite amount of time on here. So I like the idea of trying to figure out what it is, but to get lost in that rabbit hole and to, and to think that, you know, I'm not going to shit on your, on your, on your, on your, on your, uh, on your saying, oh, what am I being controlled by a PS4? Like a kid playing PS4. Thinking that will kind of like diminish your whole existence. And then you're like, you're like, oh, fuck. Like what, yeah. what is life anyway? Like life is a gift. Life is a gift, and you should you should enjoy as much as you can. Now, don't think about you know, fucking PS4 controllers and someone controlling you. I mean, I love Alien Talk as much as anybody else, but you know, we'll, we'll figure it out eventually. We're all gonna be in the same boat. From being just like I know you're actually a space fan, which is really cool. But yeah, from I love just your being, show, bro. From, hey, shout out to me. <laughs> uh, from being a just like a regular dude, how was that report? like digested amongst the general public like did you hear a lot about no. it besides me was like nobody gives a fuck about? anymore that's what's crazy and that's what pisses me off it's like yeah. come on like, we finally got some <laughs> some cold hard evidence that there is something flying in there and everybody's just like all right like what's next the fucking government was just like yeah by the way there's a there's a ufos out there and that's it and everyone's like yeah whatever like what's, what's up with corona like you know what it was they dropped the report on a friday at three o'clock i mean I'm, I'm over there on the beach i'm on my fifth margarita it's like if i just totally forgot about it like yeah but I, I look. I mean, well, as a as a general like person, like per, like not somebody who is um sorry, I'm like no, you're this good, mic. you're good. Yo yo, what up, what up, up. Uh, as a general person, like just not in the scene like you are. I understand the not. I don't give a fuck attitude, honestly, because like what like unless they land on here in front of my front yard and say, hey, you know, we're running this shit now. Like, <laughs> okay, I under, I understand. Like, okay, right, cool, I'll fucking do yeah. bow down or whatever it is. But I mean, if it doesn't it doesn't really affect my my like my life. And I'm not gonna. I don't want to. Oh my God! There's aliens out there. And they're gonna come invade us. And you know, that like that messes with that that like messes with me. Like it puts me in like a, a state of mind where I'm just like forever in fear. Yeah. Fact. And like I don't. I don't like living in fear. Your whole life is not gonna like keep me healthy. Mm -hmm. Some people just worry themselves into sickness. So yeah. if you're worried about you know what your consciousness is or 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 you know aliens or aliens gonna come down and you know conquer the world i mean it's cool to to do like to see 
UFOs and like all the government stuff, but at the end of the day, it's just like I understand that the people not giving a fuck about it because because I yeah. mean they've been talking about it for years. Yeah, where are they? Yeah, come yeah. come down here and say hi. For me, I get motivation behind the unknown aspects of space. Everybody's always like, Espo, why do you like space so much? I like it because it's like uncharted territory. There's so much out there to discover. And I feel like there's a lot missing from our story here. Mm -hmm. So for me, I don't necessarily look at it like, oh, I'm just waiting for the aliens to drop down and like and speak to us. I'm looking at it in a way like there might be a huge chunk of our story missing because we're not taking this topic seriously. So that is why I am dedicating pretty much what I'm doing now in my life to spreading the word and truly trying to get to the bottom of this because, it's, like I said, it's uncharted territory. What do you mean like a, there's a un... Uh there's something missing from our story. Like, I think that there is a huge part of our story missing. When you look at our planet, we've been here for four and a half billion well, not, years. We haven't been here for four and a no, half I don't, billion. I'm, I'm saying our planet's been here for four and a half. What I'm saying is I'm a big believer in there's been shit that's happened on this planet before us. We really don't like we have an idea of how humans evolved, but yeah. there's a big missing chunk of everything where it's like, how did we advance that fast in that short of a time? And I'm not saying aliens dropped out to help us build the pyramids, but I'm saying aliens might have dropped down and helped us build the pyramids. I mean, well, it's the, what, what are the pyramids like? Their coordinates are speed of light, right? Yeah, like speed that. of light. Oh, my God. That's fucked so up. Much, dude. There's, 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 there's the block. Like, the rabbit hole of just like going down the space hole. It's and it's like, the yeah. ramp. It's like, hey, if they if they built the pyramid with the fucking ramp, where'd the ramp go? Yeah, like, okay. You put a razor blade in between each block, like yeah. blah, 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 blah. Which is super cool, by the way. Again, like who fucking built the pyramids? Like, I don't yeah. know. Whatever. But <laughs> We're not going down yeah, there today. Yeah, that's, that's for that, next that's, episode. That's a crazy, a crazy fucking conspiracy tinfoil hat thing, but. Gucci? Uh, yeah, we're good. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, man, there's something up with consciousness. There's something up with space and yeah. time connected with consciousness. But like I said, it, you go down this hole that is just undiscovered. And that's why I love what I'm doing because, Pete, what's stopping me from breaking the next big UFO story in five years? I was going to ask you, like, how, like, what was your first inclination of, okay, I want to do this. Like, this is my, this is my. Space with Spo? Yeah, yeah. Dude, it, it, I've been a space guy my entire life. I've always been that UFO, like, kid. Like, everybody always thought I was fucking crazy for believing in UFOs. Like, I have a college essay from 2014 where I literally wrote in a speech that I have for a class. I was like, all I want to do in life is do something that I'm happy doing. I believe in aliens. I like, uh, you know, I like partying. And, and that's me. And, like, I like to stick with the things that make me happy. You know what I mean? And space is just. I, like I get it right there. Yeah, and space has just always been, like, this big part of my life because it gave me, like, hope to travel to new places. Like, a lot of people, and I say this on every fucking podcast I go on, but the, the reality is is that the worst thing we have ever done as a society is call a star a star. Stars are suns just like our sun. And when you think of a star like that, it starts to put a different perception in your head that, holy shit, these are points on a map that I can visit if we get our technology right, right? And yeah. it, that's why it's like, that's why I'm so obsessed with this shit because there's just so much uncharted territory out there. I like how you said, like, you want to go places and stuff like that. Like, where did, where do you want to go? Bro, I want to go everywhere. everywhere. I <laughs> Once this UFO technology drops for the humans, I want to just travel the universe. Dude, there are planets out there five times the size of our planets with oceans like you've never seen. There's beautiful mountain planets. Yeah. There's a whole planet made out of diamonds. I might not go to that one, but... For sure. What, I go there. <laughs> what I'm saying is this, you know, a lot of times... You live your daily life, you go to work, you know, you go home, you eat dinner, you watch football, you do it again the next day if you're lucky. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing is, is that I'm not satisfied with that. I'm looking at our planet. When you look at our planet from like an overview effect from when you're in space, you realize this is just one 
of trillions of options out there, and I'm not satisfied dying on this planet. I Like, yeah, I have family here. I have friends here. Why not travel to Cosmos? Dude, yeah. space is fucking huge. But here's a question for you. What if this is the best one? Out of, out, I, of, I, out of all the options, I know it's very vast. I know it's huge. But what if, like, it's it's for us as human beings, like, you know, we evolved at a certain, you know, a certain rate. And we, we we breathe oxygen, you know. We do all these things. Like it's like perfect for us. Like what if it's Dude, like that's such a good point. What if, what if for us this is the best that we got? That's such a good like, point. Like even if not not the best planet, but for human beings for yeah. ourselves, like what if it's the best? Yeah, I always think that's funny that like space isn't made for humans. Like we die, like we'll die if we go to space, right? Like you, 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 oh, no oxygen day, yeah, you it, die. It's, it's just so seconds. funny that like I'm in love with something that kills me. Literally, you know what I mean? I like, mean, I like women, so it's oh my ayo, ayo. Is that gonna be the clip? That might be the clip. Uh, that might be the promo. That was good, Pete. Thank you, thank that was really good. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, man, space it, kills you. It's funny that I'm in love with something that kills me. But at the end of the day, dude. It's just some people fall in love. Well, I like football too, but I was, that's a bad example. But mm. some people fall in love with cooking. Yeah. I'm just in love with the stars in the universe mm. just because of the, the opportunity. The out vastness there, man. of what is this, you know, what's out there the and unknown. everything. Yeah, the unknown. I live in the city, which sucks. Be, be, and we'll talk about New York City in a little bit here. But it sucks. Like when I look up, I don't see anything. But when I go home and when I go to the beach and I look up and you just see billions of stars out there, you can't help but wonder, like, is this it? Like, is there something else out there that I'm missing? But why do you have that, like, is this it mentality? I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. I think it just stems from like the movie Armageddon when I was uh, <laughs> when I was like eight or nine years old watching that shit. Because it's like, dude, like we live on a planet. We live on a planet that is not permanent. Like life here is not Fine, forever. Right. So well, that's, that's life in general. No. Yeah, I, I don't like to accept that. I, I have a good feeling that in the next ten years we'll learn how to push our age another 10 and then we might be the generation that just continues to like upgrade our body with like fucking electronics like our kids might not die i might die at like 300 400 maybe not me but like some of my buddies you know but um dude i i've i'm very confident that um yeah technology is just gonna keep going and we're just gonna get really lucky well here's a question for you what do you think happens when you die Dude, fuck, man. How much time we got? This is a 45-minute episode. We might need a... Oh, 45 minutes? I thought we'd be here forever. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, dude, I don't know, man. A lot of people say, you know, like when you watch YouTube videos or people that have died and come back, a lot of people just say it's peaceful, which is like really kind of alarming for me. You know what I mean? It's like... Why you want it to be terrifying? I don't know if I want it to be terrifying, <laughs> but it's like a lot of people are like, yeah, like it ain't bad. Like, what the fuck do you mean, man? It's like, it's just blackness and that's not well, bad. Well, I heard stories that when people you drown, like when people shit. drown, like, uh, it's very, it's like, it sucks at first, but then it's very euphoric, like on the way, on the way there. I love, I like being a human though. You know what I mean? I don't want to go. Yet. So why do you want to go to outer space where you can die? Yeah. You know, what's funny. You know, what's funny about you saying that the further away in space that we're going to be traveling as humans, like eventually we're going to hit this point where it's like, you're going to have to make that decision in like in the year 2000 and no, okay. Maybe 2150 humans are going to be faced with the option of like, okay, you can either go travel to our closest star and never come back. Or you can just not go and just stay in our solar system. Well, like how? What's the? I mean, when you do it, I guess we'll, be, we'll, we'll talk about dying later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, what's the the distance from here to the moon? Like, how long it takes? Like, I think it's two, five months. Two hundred five months to the moon. How long does it take? No, I think it's like uh, like twelve days. Apollo got there, or no, let me be less. I think they got there in four days. days. I don't know, guys. Somebody uh, fact check me on that. But yeah, dude, it's know. only I think it's two hundred thirty thousand miles away. I think or twenty. 2400 I don't know the moon is close as yeah. shit how long does it take to get to Mars I think it's like six months six months yeah I mean I guess you could come there and back but yeah. again like 
Uh, is Mars a Mars is like a desolate planet? No. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing with Mars and, you know, Elon wants to go there and especially die there, which I think is kind of crazy. But, you know, Mars is He hates it here so much. Like, Mar God forbid. Him and, him and his millions. <laughs> look, I'm on the Mars train. I fuck with Mars. The only thing yeah. is I don't know if, if I had the option. I wouldn't go to Mars in our solar system. Dude, there's, like, water worlds in our, you know, uh, Jupiter has, like, 50 moons. Saturn has moons. And there's water worlds that are, like, the beach. So why would you go to... Mars, where you can't breathe and you can go to the ocean. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, ask Elon Musk that, apparently. He wants to go to Mars so fucking bad. You know, he's like, Jesus Christ. Say, like, well, what's wrong with here? Hey, Elon, but if that, you're listening, I'll still come to Mars with that's you. That's my point. Like, like, I mean, what's the big, like, from, like, you, I mean, you, like, you're big into space and, like, you follow all this stuff. Like, what's the big draw to, like, besides exploration? Mm hmm. What's the big idea that we need to go somewhere else to like colonize and settle there because it, we, like it, this is so bad here? This there are hundreds and you know hundreds of answers and it depends on your outlook on you know life, right? But for me, it's I think it's insurance and I think it's having a backup plan, right? Our planet gets rocked by some fucking asteroids like every so often, right? And you do not want to be on this planet. When a rock hits us out of control, right? And it's just having insurance. Die, yeah. You don't want to put all your eggs in one bucket, bud. You know For what sure. I mean? Well, like, I, I mean, this is me getting, like, extra, like, thinking about it super hard because I'm, I'm curious, like, all the species on Earth, like, uh, I think I think there's a statistic, like, 98% of them have all died. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, like, we're, we are the ones, again, we're doing a podcast right now, like, what's this? What the fuck is this? A microphone? Like, what, the, what's the, what is that? A camera? Like, what makes us so special that we need to continue <laughs> you, know what I mean? you know what i mean like it's just like dude that's the trillion dollar answer like, yeah why are humans the way we are why yeah. are we able to do this shit that's what i'm searching for pete yeah, I, I feel like sense. space brings you there right like because it's all tied in together you but know again I, mean? I like i like the idea of you know what if like what's out there like i need to i need to chase chase the dream you know trace let's go land on mars and like colonize there let's go land on the moon apparently you know mm. if we did that or we're, not we're did we back. do that well hey we did do that, Pete. We're not getting into that this episode. Come on. We don't got time for that <laughs> no, shit. Yeah, that, right. I'm sorry. That bullshit. <laughs> I was um, fucking with you. <laughs> speaking of the uh, going back to the moon, that's actually a great transition. You volleyed that up really nicely for me, so thank oh, you. I got you all day. So, guys, um, today was supposed to be the Starliner launch, Boeing Starliner, all right? So let me explain what's going on here. NASA has this thing called the Commercial Crew Program, okay? So they chose two companies. They chose SpaceX and they chose Boeing. SpaceX has flown... Three crews to the ISS so far through this commercial crew program with Bob and Doug on the uh, crew, the Crew Dragon space capsule, right? So those rocket launches that you've seen over the past year have been one demo flight, one full crew flight, and another full crew flight that SpaceX handled. Boeing shit the bed uh, two years ago, and they fucked up their test flight. So now Boeing is back doing another test flight today or tomorrow. I mean, they, they failed today, but now it's scheduled for tomorrow. This is major that they have a successful flight because this would finally put Boeing where they need to be to carry crews to the International Space Station. The whole Fire. Yeah, the whole point of this is to have SpaceX and Boeing fly NASA astronauts to the ISS to get work done, right? How far is the ISS from like the like our atmosphere? I think it's um, 300 miles above or something like that. Okay. And how long is like that flight path to get there? And what do they do out there? Dude, there, so there's, there's so much science and, and uh, experiments going on up there. There's, like, there's labs up there. They they wear these, like, things 24-7 that monitor their bodies. And, dude, space, like, kind of fucks up the human body. So the longer well, they no stay up there, there yeah, 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 the longer they stay up there, they're we're basically learning how 
how space affects humans for yeah. the first time ever. You know what I mean? The Which I guess a precursor of you know our life in the future. Maybe we could oh, be hundred yeah. percent. Well, I know they do like they have like a elliptic, not elliptic, maybe elliptical. They have like a, a a bands out there they do exercises to keep their bodies healthy because if they didn't. Oh, they dude, they work out. They have to work out and be like, I'll be like a slug. <laughs> dude, they have to. I think astronauts have to work out two hours a day every day while they're in space, or else their bodies just fucking like. Yeah, I'm down. curious. I'm curious to know like if it if being in space like like the effect of not having gravity does on aging. It fucks you up. If is it worse? I I think so. The the two brothers that went to space, the Kelly brothers. I think the guy who went to space came home younger, right? That's sick. Why does that fuck you up, though? Because uh, general relativity, which is actually bringing us to our next topic. Fuck yeah. On a roll. Um, okay, so there was this light that came from behind a black hole. Did you see that in the news? Again, they don't give a fuck about this. Yeah. It's, fucked, it's fucked up. They don't, so, they don't tell us the important stuff, so you know? You know what's crazy like, to me? Who's the next TikTok star? Like, you know I want to know about space. You know what's funny to me? Yeah. I feel like my algorithm is just space 24-7, and yeah. nobody else has it. It gives you what you want, bro, which is kind of scary. It's, it's really scary. I mean, my For You page, just like I said, all space Cristiano Ronaldo's girlfriend in space. Mine's like, just like titties. No, I'm just kidding. No, all right. <laughs> but, um, all right, so this black hole news that um, came out, basically, we found light coming from behind a black hole which confirms einstein's theory of general relativity which big objects in space bend light what's your opinion on light being bent in this universe literally bent my my first thought about it is just like time travel for some reason like you get if you could bend light and why can't you bend like space in itself to you know come go back or forward or left or right or 360 degrees so the fact that we can understand that okay, like there's light behind a black hole, with like what the fuck is a black hole? Also, can I curse in here? By the way, I've been uh, cursing. You can, you can curse. I mean, fuck shit, I've been yeah. cursing the whole time. <laughs> uh, like what, like the the fact that there's something behind a black hole in itself is is um a, a mind. Is that a black hole on your wall right there? That is a black <laughs> hole on my wall, Pete. So wow. that's actually the first confirmed image of a black hole we've ever had from the Event Horizon Telescope. I love that we're just talking about that. It's my first time realizing that. Dude, how crazy is that though? And, and I'll put, I'll try to put in a picture here for you guys to look at this now too. This is the cover of the New York Times and this is actually before Space was exposed. So like even before this shit started, like I was collecting this shit getting ready. You know what I mean? But one of the crazy things about black holes that I love is that it's known or it's believed that there is a supermassive black hole at the center of every galaxy. We think. And there's multiple black holes. There's like, I think, a trillion black holes within each galaxy. Dude, what is behind these fucking black holes? Well, what's inside of these black holes? I don't know. It's whatever they're taking in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, well, is it is it is it a forever like gravitational pull towards these black holes because they're so massive that they just have their own their own. They atmosphere? literally spaghettify anything else that comes near it. They suck everything in. Matter is literally sucked in. Like it's so fucked up, dude. And I think that like people walk around, people go to work every day, you know, worrying about you know their their significant other, you know, their jobs. Meanwhile, there are holes in our universe. Literally there are holes in the sky. Yeah, like you can just like take a telescope and if you you know you got to use the Event Horizon Telescope, which is you know scattered around the uh, yeah. world, which I'll you know do a video for you guys about. But dude, it's like these things exist out there. Why aren't more people excited about that? Again, because it's just TikTok, bro. <laughs> TikTok, man, come on, who's dancing today? I don't know, dude. I mean, like again, I want to be out there too. Like I want, like it's definitely cool to to imagine like what's out there, like aliens and black holes. But we're here. We're yeah. here. We're tr- we're trying out there. I mean, like, hey, Jeff Bezos, you know, got to go up to the sky, 
If, no, it, it, <laughs> he, like, I mean, his big there was that their big like a uh, space expedition, but they they went like 100 feet in the air or something. Dude, literally, like, yeah, it was a it was a. Tw- yeah, I'm shitting on space a, right now, bro. I love you, yeah, right bro. Thanks for having me on, bro. No, no problem. I'm having a great time. This is so much fun. Um, no, but this was uh the Bezos flight. It was a it was for three yeah. minutes of weightlessness, and you know it was it was a goal that he's always had his whole life. I personally love it because I think that. You need to start somewhere with, you know, space tourism and everything yeah. like that. And I think I, I love it. I mean, look, it's Bezos money. Let him do what he wants with it, right? For sure. I mean, yeah. Thanks, thanks everybody. Would you go in that, by the way? Hell yeah. Yeah. Three minutes of weightlessness. That sounds like a fun time, like yeah. floating around a little bit. They were throwing Skittles at each other in the fucking Damn. spaceship. How much would it cost? I don't know how much the, the price is there. I mean, look, the auction for that seat. Like, I'm asking, like, I know like, I'm, like, I'm going <laughs> to afford it one day. So, like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know I am going to afford it one day. <laughs> 100%. You'll give us a couple months. I'm here. a millionaire in, like, two days, so whatever. Um, the, the drama behind it was Blue, Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos Space Company, auctioned off a seat for, like, uh, $28 million, And then that guy who bought that seat for the auction mysteriously backed out. He had a scheduling conflict. So, everybody was like, what the fuck do you mean? The scheduling conflict. How do you do that? So, I mean, then. If, you're, if you can afford $28 million, I'm sure you got some stuff. On your schedule. <laughs> so let me tell you this. Then after that guy backed out, they then invited eighteen year like an eighteen yeah. year old. Now he's the youngest kid to ever go to space. So they invited him, or like did they did he pay for it? Not I him, think like, it was something. That, hey, sh- shout out Oliver. I, I actually invited him on the podcast. You're welcome to come on whenever you come want, on, my man. But, uh, no, he. I I don't know how he got it. Maybe friends. Maybe he just. He's. Uh, I think he's also a pilot at eighteen. So maybe that had something to do with uh. it. Maybe he's boys with Bezos. Who knows? I respect the fuck out of that. Hopping in a spaceship for the first... Dude, that was the first time they ever tested that that, uh, crew, crew capsule. There was, there was the first well, human. Tested it a bunch of times. Yeah, but the first humans that ever flew in it was Bezos's brother Wally Funk, who's eighty-two, and then uh, Oliver. Which what is makes not- it so special? Basically, like like that one, that one capsule than like any other thing before. That's a great question, Pete, and I think a lot of the listeners right now would love to hear that. So the difference is, is this. So. With the space tourism companies, you have Virgin Galactic, which is uh, Richard Branson's company, which is kind of like a little uh, little uh, puddle hopper plane. You what know what I mean? mean? Like it's a it's a plane that goes up. So basically, so yeah, so you take a plane, like you're, an airplane. Your spaceship is on the bottom of that plane. You then take off in the air and you go to space, and then you land like an actual jet. The, that, that's one thing. You only get like three or four minutes of weightlessness. Blue Origin is very similar, but you actually get shot off in a rocket from the ground and you land on the sand in like in your crew capsule right so those are the difference there spacex can actually go someplace so they can go to the moon they can go to mars because they actually have a crew capsule designed for space travel so there's space tourism companies and then there's obviously the people who are doing space exploration if that makes sense right so this boeing starliner that's about to uh, take off tomorrow for a liftoff is a space exploration capsule this thing is going to take astronauts to the moon and beyond rather than Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson can only take people to, you know, right above where space begins. Yeah, yeah. So what stratosphere did, did they go to? Like the, at, it's called the Carmen uh, line. Dude, there's so much beef. I get mad about it and shit. No, there, there's so, well, on Space Twitter right now, everybody's freaking out about it because, yeah. like, to me, there is no official line. Look, if you, if you look out and you're above the atmosphere and you see blackness of space, you can see the curvature of the Earth, you're in space, in my opinion. But... Yeah. Now, you know, the... <laughs> yeah, people were debating, like, I saw... <clears throat> I did some research, too, myself, because I'm a big space guy, by the hey. way. Uh, they, they were like, oh, like, they, were, they weren't really in space. They were still in the yeah, atmosphere well, of the Earth or some shit. Yeah. They're just they're talking shit. I, yeah. I, think that's, I think that's such a, a horrible take. I mean, dude, go up there and see it for yourself. You're in space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do it for yourself. I think, it, like, these people can all talk that shit, you know, for likes online, but reality is, would you go in that rocket? Fuck yeah. Well, well like... My question is, 
what what did he did you see like did he say like Jeff Bezos or whoever went on that rocket did they say how they felt like looking down well yeah that's the whole point of it it's called the overview yeah. effect and the overview effect basically rips apart boundaries it rips apart race it rips apart dividers on this planet and it really makes you realize like holy shit we are all on this beautiful blue ball together and what my actions are kind of affect other people as well you know and i think that that's really important with the overview effect too where it's like we're all on this planet together everything we do is really important that we need to start realizing that like to treat our planet the right way right you only get one shot at this and i think that when you know when bezos goes to space he came back and immediately announced like a new fund for billions of dollars for the planet and shit like that you know branson's trying to motivate people to to you know be a better person and you know rip down these dividers that we all have as humans and mm. i think that's really important i yeah, wish I mean, everybody looking at your screen that. right now right now he has like a little uh it's like TV is like I the, got Earth, Earth from Space live. Yeah, That's space. Is it live? No, well, <laughs> if you go <laughs> on YouTube, nice. <laughs> I watch this all day long. Like, I don't watch TV. I go on YouTube and I type in Earth from Space. And I just have yeah, it on 24-7. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, looking at just looking down, you're just like, wow, like, I live there. Like, somewhere in this, like, picture, I live in a town, like, in a house, you know, with my dog. And, like, we're, we're here together. So, I think it's cool. I think more people need to have that, like, that effect. Everybody needs it. Like, it's just, so important. Just, like, to... Just to I can then like an out of body experience like I when, I when I'm when I'm walking around just like life you know just like I'm always looking at people and thinking like are they thinking like how I'm thinking like do they think about you know like their goals and their vision like do they have a picture in their brain of themselves or where they want to be like I just look at them at, and see no like <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it's it's it's, it's it sucks because like. I'm I'm constantly thinking those things, but I feel like a lot of people are just so accustomed to just you know this the phone yeah. or, or like the or their routine of work and you know they don't really think of the big picture like looking down like I'm looking at this right now I'm just like I'm so be like you know just mm -hmm. a bunch of emotions are coming over me right now yeah. it's just it's it's a it's a crazy feeling that we live all on this yeah on this planet and but it's not necessarily like our fault for the majority of people not giving a fuck about space in the universe because. Think about our generation, right? We're, we're millennials, and for speaking for other millennials, we got absolutely screwed, okay? When we were growing up, the we had a lot of shuttle problems, right? You had those disasters that happened, and then from there, we didn't have a way to get to space from 2000, you know, that last shuttle mission, I think it was in 2011, to 2020 last year, and it's like, how could we get excited about space when nobody was going to space? There was no research being done up there. We didn't, I didn't have good space teachers growing up. I didn't, like... Like it, it, in my science class, like they didn't like teach me too much about the universe, and they didn't get me excited about it. So one of my yeah. goals is to be that like adult teacher to hype people to, like to fuck up about space because it should be hype. Rocket launches yeah. are awesome. There is so much horsepower behind these engines, right? And it's like you don't like I, people need to realize that like learning about space doesn't necessarily need to be in like a classroom setting. Like you can grab some beers, you can grab some weed, you can learn about it like in a fun setting. When you come to space with Spo, and I think that's one of the reasons why things have been working is because it's like the passion is there and like this is legitimately such an important topic that people need to learn more about. What do you think is most important that people need to learn about, like with space in general? I would say the overview effect is the single hand most importantly mm -hmm. thing because if everybody was able to see the planet, I guarantee you the world would be a better place. And that's just a fact, yeah. a fact, because everything gets ripped down once you see the overview effect. And not even that, advancements in space and science, like, Advancements in space and science help better our life here on Earth. 
So the more research that we do in space, the better life becomes here on our planet. And think about if everybody knew that. Sometimes I wonder, what if everybody on this planet was required to work a space job? How far along wow. would we be in space exploration? How far into the cosmos would we be? Would we even have the same like mindset that we have as, as humans right now if like you had to work towards advancing our species into the cosmos? All right, we just had a quick mic problem, but we are back. Okay, last topic of the day I want to touch on. Actually, two more things. First thing I want to talk about is one of the biggest pieces of news that's happening right now in the space world, and that is that Jeff Bezos is begging to build a moon lander for our upcoming Artemis program. And the Artemis program is going to put humans back on the moon by 2024. And That's like soon. Yeah, NASA basically agreed to only one moon lander, and they chose SpaceX. So Jeff Bezos protested that shit, and he's like, what the fuck? Why wouldn't you build two moon landers? He's like, I want to build a moon lander. They said no. They challenged it. The ruling actually came back on Saturday, I think it was, that Nope, it, SpaceX did nothing wrong. There was no cheating. So now NASA is going to proceed with that one moon landing system for SpaceX. Bezos now wrote a letter to NASA offering them $2 billion and to build his own moon lander as long as he can participate in the program. What do you think about that? I was going to say, like, what, what's, why is there such like a, a conflict of who can build something and who can't? Dude. Well, I wish it was that simple, Pete. I mean, it's like, take, in my opinion, I mean, take the, got the money. Two, yeah, he's got two billion. He's got like probably two trillion dollars. Like, yeah, here's two billion dollars. Shut the fuck up. I'm building my own space shit. Yeah, yeah, and and that just goes to show you that like he's all in. Bezos is all in on this space shit. He wants to build this moon lander. He is putting two billion of his own dollars up, and at the end of it, he also put in some other incentives out there. I don't know if this is legally possible. I don't know if NASA can accept this, but in my mind, there are certain situations in life where you got to say. Screw the rules. This just makes sense. He's gonna fill like two two billion dollars of like funds that they didn't yeah. have. I feel like there's so much. There's a lot of like litigation behind all the things that make it more difficult for people to 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 get more advancements in like space stuff. So yeah, eventually you're gonna be like, if you know, fuck you. Here's two billion dollars. Like I mean, I wish it was like that simple with every everybody in their dreams. <laughs> but, but yeah sometimes you gotta be like fuck you here's two billion dollars i'm gonna build my own rocket ship and go to the moon yeah do you then you obviously what's your opinion on just having two players in the mix i think it's good for competition it's you know, gotta co be right competition is good for for just advancements in, in life in general i mean when there's when there's one thing doing everything that's like what like fascism or some shit so like <laughs> so when there's multiple people doing you know multi, like you're doing the same thing it, it creates you know a competition vibe and then we can you know, get to the moon faster. I mean, we can we can land there and probably you know live there and have sex there and stuff. One hundred percent. You know, and I was actually thinking about the in the next sex on the moon. In the next twenty to fifty years, there will be the first child born in space. Wow. But we don't know how that kid's gonna end up yet. But I mean, probably fucked up. Well, I mean, the <laughs> thing is, it's like, dude, we need to understand more we about yeah, pregnancy yeah. in space, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why we got to get up there. Yeah, we gotta get um, up there and have sex. So, Pete, what do you got coming up this uh, this month, this year? What are you excited about for the I Get It podcast and just that like lifestyle that you're promoting? Like, what do you got going on? I'm excited for just like just life. I'm excited for creating more with people that are interested and um, just living living in my in my fundamental values of the of just I get it. Just you know, understanding what I have to do to make myself you know super super great and just achieving my goals. And creating a vision, like creating a picture in my brain of what I want to be and just taking the steps I need to to attain those goals. So just just again on the on the path to just keep just keep moving. Respect. Yeah. And 
Do you want to um, shout out the real estate at all? or you... yeah, If you want to buy or sell a house in New Jersey, <laughs> let me know. I wasn't know. sure if you wanted that's, to bring that up. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, if you want to buy or sell a house in New Jersey, you talk to me, the pick peanut group of Cobalt Banker in New Jersey. Shout out. More, more specifically in Clifton, New Jersey. So, yeah. Right. The market's still great. Hell yeah. I love and that. Interest rates are really low. Well, hey, guys. Um, So massive shout out to Pete for coming by today for being like the first in-person guest for the second half of season one of the Space with Spo show. We're going to get you back. I want you to be like our, our deep talks guy, all right? Like whenever I'm stressed out, we're going to have Pete on. He's going to calm me down and we're going to talk about life and shit because we flow, bro. We got we had a great conversation today and I think that the listeners are really going to enjoy it. You know, and yeah. I, these in-person style interviews is something that, is really important for me to get better at. So I just wanted to say thank you for coming by because like it's, it took some stress off my back that, you know, you're my boy and it's like, I can make mistakes in, in this first couple uh, rounds of in-person interviews. And that means a lot to me, right? And the only way you're going to get better at something is if you do it. So this kind of pushed me off the uh, diving board for a little bit. And I was like, you know what, let's make this fucking happen today. Right. And now I'm only going to get better from here. Right. Exactly, bro. I'm happy that you're, you're again, like you do, you doing this makes me happy. So no matter where it goes, you know, your ups and downs or whatever, as long as you, you know, you love doing this, you know, that's, that's, all I'm, that's all that matters. And we're going to have you on in a couple of weeks. And by that time, by the next time you come on, this board will be mostly full. Each tally is an episode that I completed. So episode 21, is this 21? No, this is, this is 22. Either way, it's amazing. Either, either one officially locked in. I get it, Pete. Pete, have a great night. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you.